Welcome to the Money Insights Podcast, where high income earners come to learn wealth building strategies that will take them from high income to high net worth. With your hosts, financial and wealth building experts, Christian Allen and Rod Zabriskie. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Money Insights Podcast, where we talk all things money and business. My name is Christian Allen. With me, as always, is Rodney the Pod Zabriskie. Rodney, what is up, my friend? Hey, glad to be here. I'm glad you're here, too, by the yeah, way. Thanks. Thanks. So we had a cool interview today, right? Yeah. We had a couple cool interviews today, but our first interview was with Britt Baker, and she's the she's the co-founder of this really cool company, Dow Janes. Well, so uh, Rod, the reason I wanted to have her on is because I really love the mission. So uh, I think I've mentioned this, but my my fiance Heather is into the, is in that kind of mission to be to have more um, inclusive. No, that's not the right word. To have more um, equality, I guess. Yeah. Like you know, we're talking about pay equality for women and all of those different things, and so like it's kind of woken me up to this importance and like. I don't think I even realized the problem existed to the level that it did. Yeah. And and so once it did, like it, it just really registered with me. So anyway, when we had a chance to connect with Britt, I thought this makes a ton of sense. And yeah. I thought the interview was a lot of fun. She's very passionate about what they're doing. And, and it's just a really cool story. Yeah, we learned a little bit more about kind of what you're talking about, some of those barriers that uh, in just the very recent past, surprisingly, you know, yeah, uh, those so numbers that for, she for brought up were just here. mind blowing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's scary. Like I, I, I feel a little bit embarrassed when I look in the mirror and I just didn't realize that some of those things were there. So yeah. if there's anything that we can do, even just a very, take a, have a very small part in, in growing financial awareness for women, man, that's just, that seems like a, a mission that I can get behind. Yeah. And, and she's a very impressive person as well. Right. So, yeah. so she obviously co-founded, uh, with her partner, Laurieann King and, but she's a, a graduate of Harvard, Harvard business school. Um, and, and again, it's kind of fun to hear her story about she, she didn't experience some of the same things as a lot of women do. In other words, uh, she was just included in, Hey, we'll, we'll teach you how to invest. We'll teach you, you know, her, her yeah. parents and grandparents and whatnot. And so, uh, for her, it, it I think it comes a little more naturally, but uh, yeah. but really they've grown grown it into a really cool uh, just way to to bring people along and and get them up and going. Yeah, so I totally agree. I thought it, their program seems really intriguing. Teaching people, teaching women specifically, um, financial literacy that that you know really all of us probably need it and so uh, i just love the mission overall okay rodney without further ado i think uh let's bring in Britt baker okay we are very excited to have with us the co-founder of dow james which is an incredibly cool name by the way Britt baker <laughs> Britt baker thank you so much for coming on to the money insights podcast how are you today I'm good. Good to be here. So we're just going to dive right in. I, I think your mission is really cool. And that's really the reason that we that we wanted to have you on is because we love the the passion and the mission behind what you're doing at, at Dow Jane's. But before we get into 
the actual, the company you've built. I want to just get into a little bit of your background. So tell us a little bit about who Britt Baker is and maybe just a little bit about your background so people have a better feel for who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think that you know, the best part of the story is that, you know, Dow Jane's really began in this living room that you can see right behind me. So I live in live in Northern California. And, you know, growing up, I had parents and grandparents who taught me about money. It taught me how to invest. My, my grandfather showed me how to invest in the stock market when I was in college. My dad taught me about compound mm. interest when I was a kid. And so this stuff smart, was just in my smart bones. People. Smart people. Yeah. Really setting me up. Um, so I had friends, a lot of friends in the Bay Area who would just ask about investing. Like, how do I get invested? You seem to know about this. And that's when I started these living room meetups. And so, okay, so that's the original Dodgeons. Yeah. Very cool. Living room meetups. I love it. So how many people yeah. can you squeeze into your living room, Brett? You know, not as many as we can reach online. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, okay. Yeah. So I have a question though. When you're not building prolific businesses... What do you like to do in your free time? I love to surf and mountain oh, very bike cool. and hike with girlfriends. Yeah, I just got back from a month in Costa Rica, actually. Nice. Oh, man. That yeah. sounds all right. Okay. <laughs> well, Rod, let's do that next. Company vacation. We're headed to Costa Rica for a month. Yeah. And, what do you think? And we could even maybe do some work from there, right? We can work from anywhere, right? That's I true. mean, these days, it's incredible. Yep. Like, yeah. It's having meetings and you know, walking to sunset at the beach afterwards. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm not sure if I'm, well, okay. Let me, let me start this question again. Um, like I said before, I really love, we, we love the mission of your company. Um, and not just that it's, you know, focused on educating women financially, but also, um, the inclusive nature of, of including anybody that, um, identifies as, as a female. And so that part of it's cool, but just maybe talk a little bit about the inspiration and the why behind um, Dow Janes and maybe just kind of your your approach in general, because it's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, I started this with my best friend of a decade, Lorianne King, um, and she and I really wanted to take an approach to finance that was approachable. Uh, so yeah. really easy to learn, easy to implement, like break it into bite sized pieces um, and really make the language something that people can understand, that anyone can understand without having, you know, spent a lot of time in finance. And so that was really our angle was how can we, you know, the, the financial industry, as we say, often was built by men for men. It's, mm. you know, it is a problem. Not I super agree. inviting. Women couldn't get credit cards until the seventies in their own names. It's, you know, oh, that's we're, wild. We're fighting I didn't know an uphill that. battle. Okay. Yes. It's that crazy. is a battle. So, so I've been in the, the financial services industry since I was 22, which I guess is 16, 16 17 years ago. And um, to be totally honest, like what you're saying is just incredibly prevalent inside of the my experience, right? Like for the advisors in there, like it's, it's probably 10 to 1. I don't know if it's quite that drastic, but it feels like it when we go to these, you know, these meetings and things like that. So it's really exciting to have people like you who are shining light on it and saying, Hey, like we can do better in this area. Hmm. Yeah. And Thanks. I, yeah. I saw a cool uh, quote on your website where you said the financial system doesn't make it easy, but we do. So I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to hear about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tell us how, tell us how you make it easy. Yeah. I mean, there's so much that, you know, the lay person, if they were to go online and say like, 
how much do I need in my emergency fund? Or, you know, how do I get invested? It's like, you can look for answers like that on the internet, but really when it comes to personal finance, there's, it's important to do things in the right order. And there's, mm-hmm. there's really a roadmap. So we teach people the exact steps to take. We help them like calculate their exact number for an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. So finding ways to you know personalize it, give people really specific information and then let mm-hmm. them implement it step by step so that they're making the most of you know interest rates and getting out of yeah. debt before they invest. Okay, I like that. So I'm realizing, though, that I like we asked two questions and we may not have gotten to the one because I really wanted to hear about like more about the inspiration or just kind of why you decided to build Dow Jane's and the way you've decided to do it. Yeah, yeah. So the inspiration really came from those living room meetups. People would ask, you know, when's the next Dow Jane's meeting over and Mm -hmm. over again? And I went to Lorianne at the time and said, let's bring this business, let's bring it online. Let's reach as many people as we can with this content. Um, And so that's, you know, really grew organically from a need that we felt and saw in our community. Um, So maybe, maybe we can talk about the problem a little bit more. So you mentioned that uh, a crazy thing that women couldn't get credit cards until the seventies or something like that. So but, but how prevalent or how big of an issue is this, like, the mission is to educate women financially. How big of an issue is it? What are some things that you saw as, like, you know, reasons that, hey, we really need to step it up and do something in this area? Yeah. I mean, this, this one stat will probably blow your mind. Women are five times more likely to be in poverty when they retire than men. Oh, that is horrifying. Okay. Horrifying. Yeah, that does so, blow and, my yeah. mind. That's one of like a handful I could give you. Um, you know, we all know about the pay gap, but bigger than that is the wealth gap. You know, like we're paid less in jobs, but then women invest later and less often in life, and that's where you really build wealth. And so, you know, teaching women to invest, you know, as early as possible. Early. You know, once you've saved your emergency fund, then you should be investing. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. And and like I said, I, I think I've noticed that now. The nice thing is, is it at least feels like in our world, we're seeing like a little bit of a shift, but it certainly needs, uh, needs some more energy behind it to kind of get there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, there are so many businesses popping up that are focused on women and money. It's so inspiring. Yeah, that, that is exciting. Okay. So so you've got, you guys have built, you and your partner have built this company. Um, tell us how you kind of got it. So you got it off the ground, but you did it during the pandemic. So <laughs> yes. just talk a little bit about starting a business at the beginning of a pandemic and what it's been like to overcome that. Maybe it hasn't been a challenge because it's online. Our business hasn't really suffered in that way. Thank, we're thankful for But But how has that been for you? Because that's a really interesting story. That is it. Yeah. So we, st- we had the idea in... Um, September of 2019, my business partner was, uh, let's see, very pregnant. I don't know how many months (laughs) at this point. Um, and so we had a lot of our brainstorming conversations while she was in the bath. That's where all our best ideas come from. And then by January, so a couple months later, we had launched, we had, um, built a sales page. We had kind of outlined what our whole program was going to be. And we started selling it to friends. My husband mm-hmm. actually posted a post on Facebook that uh, was just, it was so beautiful. It was like watching Lorian and Britt work together. is like creating magic. Like here's what they've oh, put out to the world. Oh, that's super cool. And we got, we hoped for 20 people and we got 40 people to sign up with our oh, kind of like beta that's launch. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. 
and then we built it. So that's kind of like the entrepreneur secret is sell it and then build it, you know, rather than building, you know, spending six months building out this program that may or may not sell. We really wanted to, you know, test it and prove it first. Yeah. And focus on, you know, whether there was a real need, right, to get there. That yeah. makes a lot of really. sense. Exactly. Okay. And so... Oh, we've ahead, done a bunch ahead. of we've done a bunch of customer interviews ahead of time too to even like build out the outline the content for the program so then we had our 40 people and then we um and then COVID hit you know it was, COVID it was launched hit. in january we launched and the company folds wait <laughs> no that's what? not what happened that's not what happened oh i was just teasing i said in the company folds but really that's not what happened it did the opposite right no it just grew and grew and grew <laughs> so cool yeah, and people were getting used to doing, you know, things online. Zoom was normal. You know, online courses were normal. It was yep. just what you expected. And that's, you know, that's how we were building it from the beginning. So it, we didn't have to change anything in what we were doing as a business. Gosh, that's amazing. So do you, have you had to like hire other people or is it just so automated that you can just kind of roll with it? It's fairly automated, but we have a team of about 10 now okay so, cool a lot of so it has grown systems. significantly i mean it's not it's not nothing to have a team of 10 people running right. a company that's really cool how yeah. many um well so you said that you had 40 people sign up and and i don't know if you've kept track ongoingly but how many people have been working with you since you've started or maybe, maybe just thereabouts just out of curiosity yeah in the million dollar year which is our main program that's like the financial foundations program we've had yes. um, about five thousand. that's right. so cool yeah. yeah, that's really awesome. Um, Geographically, okay, so, where do you see them coming oh, yeah. from? I mean, you can't go anywhere, US. right? But yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, this, as we say, you know, personal finance is universal. Like the yeah. learning how to save money applies no yeah. matter what currency you're working in. Yeah. Uh, but we're mostly in the U.S. and then, of course, Australia, Canada, the U.K. Okay. English-speaking countries. Perfect. Okay, that's cool. Awesome. So I want to talk more about like what is inside the pro you, call, you said it was the million dollar i missed the rest of it year the million dollar year dang it i was so close okay so tell us just a little bit about what the million dollar year entails yeah so million dollar year is really a program to help you set your financial foundation so anyone who doesn't have clarity over where their money is or where it's going uh, anyone who wants to just kind of like have systems in place to feel like their mm -hmm. money is being taken care of and taking care of them. Um, it's really a personal finance 101 plus. <laughs> and That's what's really cool, cool about it, I think my, one of my favorite parts about the program is that we begin with people's relationships with money. So often okay. what's not taught in, you know, any personal finance class you'll take is is really that holistic, more emotional piece of it that's there for everyone. We all have mm. stories, ways that we relate to money from our, you know, from our upbringing or from our own experiences with money, from our cultural backgrounds that are affecting how we deal with money day to day. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. And they could be good or bad, right? They can be good or bad. Yeah, yeah. there's the story mm. of like money is evil or... Yeah. Um, like I'll never get out of debt, like the stories that we tell ourselves that really need to be rewritten before you can take any action. So what are the most common maybe couple that you see that are that are really holding people back? These these attitudes or maybe experiences that, that keep people from just being able to move forward? 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of like shame when it comes to money. So mm. self-defeating mm. language that people use. So yeah. kind of what I just said of like, I'll never get out of debt or, yeah. you know, I'll ne- I'm bad at math. I'll never learn this stuff. Like really blaming themselves for the fact that you were never taught this. Like this yeah. is a yeah, language and an education just like anything else. And you just weren't taught. Yeah. So limiting beliefs, right? Like there's, limiting that's beliefs. probably the, the most challenging issue that you can run into. Cause that's a big one. The other one so hard is to that, that I've dealt with myself is a scarcity mindset of like, mm-hmm. no matter how much you have, there's just fear that there's not going to be enough. And that, yeah. that takes some reprogramming of, you know, just trusting. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So you start, which is unique by the way. And it has like, I hope this doesn't sound wrong, but it has a female touch to it, right? Starting yeah. with that um, relationship side of things. Okay, so so we get into the program. We start we start by kind of focusing on our relationship with money and I, I reprogramming some of the ways that we're that we've been thinking about it if we need to. And then kind of what are the, some of the things that you talk about next after you've started to kind of get a grasp on that relationship piece? Yeah. So the other unique element of the program is what we call our weekly money ritual. And so this is another one definitely with a feminine touch, but it's an hour that people dedicate to their finances each week can think of it like a date with money. Yeah. And what, what I love about this is that, you know, what we talk about with people is like, how much time do you spend earning money each week? You know, for some people it's 20 hours for some people it's 80 hours. And so few people even spend one hour managing that money or just taking care Mm. of things financially. And so we created this ritual, which really to bring in ritual is like, you know, light a candle or pour your favorite drink or play music, Mm -hmm. like make this something that you enjoy doing so that you don't just associate money with like, oh, it's time to do my taxes. Yeah. It's always painful, right? Right. Yeah. Instead, how can you bring in the the... pleasure? Yeah. I like it. So pour a glass of wine and, light a candle and, and do your, do your finances, your budgeting for the week, right? Exactly. Yeah. Look at your credit <laughs> card transaction, you know, see who overcharged you, transfer yeah, money in your savings account, whatever. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so we've talked about relationship with money. We've talked about the weekly ritual. Oh, I think I did say the name again. What do you guys call it? Weekly money ritual. Money, weekly money ritual, which I love, by the way. Okay, so what's next? What what else do we want to hit on inside of the program? Yeah, so in the program, we there's 12 steps, so I won't go into all of them. Oh, okay, we don't need to go through all, but okay, that's cool. I didn't yeah. realize there was that many steps. So it's pretty, like, it sounds like it's very thorough. It is so thorough. That's kind of, you know, why I said it's your financial foundation. Like by the end of, when you complete the steps, you are set up. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and we automate things as much as possible. Yeah. And it's, it's such a problem, right? Like we talk about it in the financial community is like financial junk drawers. Um, and mm. so many people have these junk drawers and, and I'm probably just like everybody else in that way. And so it, well, okay. So here's the thought that comes to my mind. I'm, I struggle to keep things organized. Luckily I have Rod here with me and he's, he does better at that. At least somewhat organized. Um, <laughs> that's more organized than me. And then we have some other people who are more organized than us, yeah. which help. Um, but for someone like me, who's thinking like, okay, I really love the idea of getting organized and being more uh, like detail oriented. 
how are people doing at like sticking with it? Because my biggest issue is starting something where I have a good, a really good idea around it, but I struggle to complete it. Uh, so I mean, anyway, just maybe yes. I'm sure you have that same challenge, but what have you done to kind of help people motivate and kind of get through the program so they can see that fight, that outcome that they're looking for? I'm so glad you asked this question because this is another core component of the program, which is accountability. So we have mm. built in accountability. You get a text message every week to make sure Perfect. you're staying on top of things. And it's a real live coach on the other end of that text message who's checking in with you. So it's, you know, you can reply and say what's holding you back and then get coaching to, to move forward. Huh. Oh, and then, like and we, cause we saw this, you know, when we were doing the meetups in my living room, we'd have like a task for the next session. And then so few people would do it because you really, you need either a buddy, which we have people pair up and find accountability buddies to work mm, through the program. Idea. Yeah. And then you need someone checking in on you. You just, you know, you, you just totally do. do. You totally do. We had, yeah. we hired a marketing coach. This was like a couple of years ago. And, um, and we just had, we met every week at the same, and we, we have some other people that we do this with now, but what I learned about myself was how critical it is to have that accountability because so much more gets done when you know, okay, tomorrow at X time, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be talking about this. Well, I don't want to go in, you know, looking silly and have nothing done. So like you make sure that you get some things done and that's a huge deal. So I love that you guys added that to the the program. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. We also, I mean, we have weekly calls as well with coaches to answer questions and we call them our momentum calls. It's like, how can we keep your momentum up? And people share wins on every call. Like what's a win you've had in the last week? And it's incredible. I mean, people paying off their last credit card debt, mm-hmm. you know, finding du- duplicate charges on their credit card, getting a raise. Yeah. And know, then they're their... excited because they have someone to share it with, right? Yes, exactly. A place where it's totally acceptable to brag about yeah. money. <laughs> yes, I love that. I'm always missing it. I can brag to Rod, but I can't really brag to anybody else. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, so I might need to join that just so I can, you know, have a chance. To, no, I really do like that, though. The idea of accountability, um, it is difficult to do some of like the monoton, like those more monotonous tasks. And so creating maybe some fun around it and some accountability around it actually gives us a chance to get it done. So yeah. very cool. OK, I want to talk about like the Dow Jane's philosophy. And and I don't know if you guys get into like the uh, if you help people invest money actually invest money or if it's and you can clarify that for us um but i'm interested in like the investment philosophy that you have that you guys have as an organization and are teaching people yes yeah great question so before we jump to investing i'll just fill in like a couple more steps that we take people through before we get to investing And we have them follow this roadmap, which basically means first you need to make more money than you spend each month. Simple as that. That's a good baseline. It's an important baseline. It's an important baseline. You got to be saving. Yeah. So start with make sure you're saving, then pay off your high interest rate debt because those interest rates are killing you otherwise. Then save an emergency fund. And then once you've done that, you're ready to start saving for retirement and then invest that money and Um, any additional money. Okay. So it is really foundational. You're not jumping ahead. You're not saying, Hey, just come here and start throwing your money in mutual funds immediately. We've got to get these foundational pieces put into place first. Right. Because, and this is what, you know, we teach people this every week, which is basically if you have 
a 24% interest rate on your credit card, that's costing you more than you're going to make by investing in the stock market. Yeah, it's, you know, it's tough on to average, make tw- an average 25%, right? <laughs> no matter how good you are, it's tough to it's tough to do that at least consistently. So yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we joke about like the only ones who are making 25% returns are the credit card industry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably true. That's probably true. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. So now we've talked about um, we're paying off debt. We're getting those foundational pieces, elements in place. Now we're moving to the investing stage. And yeah, keep talk. Tell us a little bit about that side. Yeah. So we, you know, the way that we teach people, this is one thing that drives me crazy about the industry is just how hard it makes it seem to invest. Mm, yeah. And, you know, bottom line is if you don't want to learn anything, just put your money in a target date fund. You don't yep. have to learn anything else. It will if do. You the want to be totally passive and just want to just want to ha- generate a return than doing something super simple like that. Okay. I I'm mean, with you. a decent return too. You know, it's, it's sure, keeping yeah. up with historical averages and it changes over time as you get closer to retirement. So it's like, that is, you know, anyone can do that without learning anything else. And cool. then that, if you want, yeah, if you want to learn a little bit more, you can pick your own index funds and you know diversify mm-hmm. into what you care about. But generally we say we are opposed to single stock investing. We refer mm-hmm. to it as gambling and basically say like, if there's a couple couple companies you want to place a bet on it, go ahead, but just do it with money you're willing to lose. Okay. Um, so you're saying, you're saying the philosophy is like, instead of trying to like be the expert, just do, if we do the, the core, what am I trying? If we have the, the right attitudes and we have like the right elements, as long as we're saving, that's like the first and most important thing. And then getting it to a place where we can generate a turn, even return, even if it's just passively, then we're, we're making our way, we're getting closer. Yeah. And I mean, you're I like that you said, like, not trying to be the experts, even the experts aren't beating the market. So really, we're just trying to get people to keep up, you know, track the stock market yeah. average. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. So we play a lot in the uh, in the alternative investment space. I don't know if you're mm-hmm. as familiar with that world, but do you guys, do you encourage or um, in like real estate, hard assets, those kind of things? What's your take on that? Yeah. So because, you know, the million dollar year is really the foundational program. It's like, yeah. we just want to make it simple enough for yep. people to get invested. Mm-hmm. That's like the end state. I'm with you. We are building our next course is more about, you know, creating financial freedom and what are other things where you can get higher returns and have more control. And that's where we're going to get into real estate, paper assets and entrepreneurship. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's where we play most. That's cool. where we spend most of our time. Um, okay, good to know. We got we should collaborate. Yes, we definitely will. Um, and our client base is generally we have a client base that's primarily high income earners, um, a lot of physicians and mm-hmm. business owners and those kind of things. And so we like to get into some of those alternative asset classes where, um, from my perspective, you can generate higher returns with less risk a lot of times if you understand it. So, uh, and and of course. You know, it was, I think it was Jeremy Lederer that mentioned the value of investing in yourself. He was just on our show. And I love the idea of people investing in themselves and their business. Like you can't, there's one place you can get a great return and you're, you're a perfect example of this. You've gotten way more than a 25% return on your 
business, right? So and given being that able we to started go and do zero, something like it's that, like infinite, right? <laughs> infinite returns, right? And you just can't do that anywhere else. So like that's a really cool thing. Well, I'm going to keep yeah. tabs on it because I'm excited to to uh, check into your next course. It's going to be right up my alley. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, my business partner and I were just talking about that today. It's like, you know, we are we back to like the mission or the ethos or the values of Dow Jones. Like, we really care about creating opportunities and closing the wealth gap and really know, setting women up for success. And that is really easiest done through entrepreneurship. Like by starting a business, your, your potential is unlimited. Mm, Yeah. I love it. We totally agree. So Britt, what, and you already mentioned this a little bit, you kind of talked about what's next, but what's next for you? What's next for Dow Jane's? Um, Again, it's just such a cool business. We're excited to see where what, what happens with it. But what do you guys have planned? Thanks. Yeah. Um, we're trying to triple the business this year. Um, Amazing. I love on it. On track. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it. Um, and adding this new new program that really is like a follow on to the million dollar year. After you have your foundation in place, really then what can you create for yourself afterwards? Mm. Um, and you know, is it, are you guys focusing on the education piece exclusively do you have any interest and, and i don't care one way or the other just curious do you have any interest in as time goes on like adding like a money management component to your business or is or do you plan to focus really in on the educational piece we'll likely stay focused on the educational piece yeah i love the idea because philosophically it keeps you from having the conflict of interest when you're able to say like this is really the at the core we make money by helping you learn how to be financially educated um, and obviously when you bring that money into it in those other ways then you know there there could be a little bit more of a conflict of interest so i love it i think it's super cool so with investing we're teaching people how to fish so how to do it themselves rather than just feeding them or doing it for them really because it it is doable you know the financial industry makes it seem like you can't do it on your own hire an advisor, but often it's, you know, it's pretty simple once you mm-hmm. really learn the process. Uh, we also focus a lot on fees and really using low fee ways to invest mm-hmm. like index funds. And so managing yeah, people's money would that. just be antithetical to everything we're teaching them. Yes, that makes complete sense. But everything you're teaching is, is right on, right on target, right? I mean, at the at the end of the day, especially when you're getting those foundational elements in place, um, it sounds to me like you're doing all the things that need to be done. So my, I'm giving you the uh, the Christian Allen check mark of approval for for what it's worth, and probably not much, but uh, it <laughs> sounds like the, the program Allen is thorough and will really help people. Yeah. Hey, so I have a quick question. <laughs> uh, okay. So a couple of years in now, um, I'm interested to hear like a success story. So. Do you have someone that comes to mind that you could say, okay, we have someone that's come you know, a long way with, with the program and in a very different place today than, than when they first found you? I mean, I have hundreds of these. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to pick. Awesome. I'll try to pick two. Um, one is this incredible woman named Catherine Leanne who started in our program. And she was you know, recently divorced and in a lot of debt when she started. It didn't have... Um, like didn't have an emergency savings fund, wasn't invested. And over the course of her year, she was in the, you know, in the million dollar year for 12 months and she paid off nearly $60,000 in debt 
built up an emergency fund and got invested within the year. And now, you know, checks in on her investment portfolio. We hired her to be a coach because she was, you know, so effective at implementing the program. Yeah. Living it. Yeah. We had another woman. I just loved this story. So she lives in New York City and um, was really just living paycheck to paycheck, like pretty stressed about money. And through our program, we, we teach people about spending in alignment with your values and really paying attention to how you're spending money. And is it, is it aligned with what you care about in the world or how you want to be spending money versus just doing it by default? And she started saving money and putting it in this, um, what she was calling her, her, um, staycation fund. Hmm. And so she saved up enough money to go have a day, a day, I think a whole weekend, a whole weekend in New York city where she lives already, Yeah. but without having to limit herself you know she went out to brunch she got cocktails she went to a show like really lived it up and experienced the city in a way that she never had before because she'd you know saved for it budgeted for it and then got to really live it yeah well i imagine being able to do that once poises her to to see uh additional things that she can do with her life and in in just creating uh, ongoing goals and and this vision of where she can go that's awesome Mm -hmm. very cool yeah i mean just seeing people's change in confidence too over the course of the program like of course there's the the dollars that we can point to the you know thousands of credit cards paid off and people mm-hmm. building up their emergency funds. But the way that these women talk about money after mm-hmm. being in the program for a few months and the we have them write their money personas. So who do they want to be when it comes to money and how do they want to um, see themselves and act with money? And yeah. then they give them a name. And so people really live out their money personas over the course of their time in the program. Oh yeah, that's awesome. That is really cool. Well, in, in the things that I've seen, you know, I, uh, I've been involved with like leadership, you know, types of training kinds of things and, and vision, like having a, a good idea of, of where you want to be going with that. I love the idea of a persona of like, not just where am I going, but who, who am I, who am I going to be, right? Who, who am I uh, striving to be and, and where will I be when I get there? I love it. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Brett. This has been really awesome. And I think for anyone who's been, who's been listening um, and kind of been inspired by the kinds of things that, that we've been talking about, uh, what's the best way for them to find you and or Dow Janes? Yeah. So we're in all the places. <laughs> DowJanes.com is the easiest. That's our main website. Um, and from there you can find, we have a free webinar. So it's called Think Like an Investor and really teaches the mindset of thinking about, you know, what does it mean to be an investor and what yeah. are the common mistakes, the three common mistakes holding people back. Um, so that's a good place to start. Of course, we're on Instagram. Um, we're even on TikTok. There you go. Um, yeah. YouTube. We have a YouTube channel with a ton of free content and videos. So check that out too. Very cool. Very cool. Well, uh, we uh, are excited for anyone who's been listening that, that can, you know, connect and, and get some, you kind of build that foundation and get on their way uh, with, with their kind of financial future. So. Thank you for listening to the Money Insights Podcast. To learn more about the financial and business strategies discussed in this show, please visit moneyinsights.net. The views and opinions expressed on the Money Insights Podcast are not intended to be individual financial, tax, or legal advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making financial decisions. 
And if you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This will help others find the show and learn wealth building strategies for themselves. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.